Yo, what's going on? Sedano, LZ, and Cap. As Chris mentioned, Sedano en route to an NBA basketball game for ESPN, so out on assignment. Just sounds really official. Very official. Right. And uh, you got LZ and Cap, so you got two-thirds. LZ, first let me start off by saying good afternoon. How are you today? I'm good. I, I'm good. You know, um, obviously the news about Tiger Woods, um, you know, given everything that the nation has been through, the globe has been through over the last 13, 14 months, what have you, um, isn't good. Um, but so far, uh, everything that I have have heard and have read, um, I did a little reporting on my own and calling the sheriff's department. Uh, the good news is is that it looks as if Tiger's injuries aren't life-threatening and that he's going to be alive. Right. And after a week in which we just, you know, acknowledged passing the 500,000 mark in terms of just COVID deaths alone and just all the loss that we've been dealing with, that is some good news that Tiger Woods' um, accident, as bad as it looked, it looks as if he's going to uh, survive it. Yeah, and, and you know, LZ, this is the kind of thing that, and I say thing, this is the sort of event that is a true, like, Hollywood story. And, and it's why the whole world focuses in on what has happened today with Tiger Woods in Los Angeles, car accident, injuries. It's, it's an A-list superstar celebrity. It's ultra-rich, ultra-famous. It's L.A. Hollywood. And it's a guy who has um, a documentary that's, that people have been buzzing about for the last maybe month or so about the highs and the lows in this guy's life. And, and I've literally, LZ, been sitting here for hours watching ESPN on one television and CNN on the other, just wall-to-wall coverage. Because whether he's winning a tournament or there's something going on in his personal life, Tiger Woods is a dominant personality internationally, and that's why this story today just goes so crazy, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I don't watch golf, right? I, it's not a sport that I'm into. I have literally have never seen a complete round of Tiger Woods golf. And I've seen him hit the ball a couple of times, but it just isn't my sport. He just isn't my athlete. And I can tell you, I could probably talk about Tiger Woods for 15 to 20 minutes nonstop. That's how powerful of a figure he is. That someone who doesn't follow the sport at all um, could probably spend about 15 to 20 minutes just talking about Tiger Woods because he has been such a dominant figure, not just in his sport, but just globally as a, as a figure, as a, as a cult of personality, if you will. Especially cap over the last like five to six years where he was no longer trying to be this perfect sort of model uh in terms of a pitch man as well as navigate a predominantly white sport as a person of color and not trying to do anything to rock the boat from a social justice perspective the the guy who has emerged over these last five six years has been a compelling personality mm-hmm. has been a human You've mm-hmm. seen him be a dad in a way that we hadn't seen him be before. Mm-hmm. You've seen him talk about his vulnerabilities uh, in a way that we've never seen before. He's been self-depreciating in a way that we hadn't seen before. And 
that Tiger Woods is the one that people were in love with in 2019 when he went on to win a very improbable Masters tournament. So a lot of hearts are, 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 are concerned. A lot of people are, are worried, um, not just about Tiger Woods, the golfer, but about Tiger Woods, the man, because he finally right. got, he gave us a chance to see Tiger Woods, the right. man, over this last half decade. I think you're right. I think, I think first and foremost, like when you first hear about this, you're like, oh, no, not again. Like, like there can't be more. What's what started with Kobe and what has happened up until today, there can't be more. It can't be Tiger. And then the good news is we're finding out, and there, there are reports being uh, put out right now, that his injuries included a shattered ankle, two leg fractures, one of which was compound. This is according to a source familiar with his treatment. Lucky to be alive, according to the L.A. County Sheriff. This is from the L.A. Times reporting right now and tweeting. So, LZ, once you get past that he's going to live, these are not considered, according to reports, life-threatening injuries. Once you realize that, you, you, for me anyway, first thing I think about is, dude, this guy's A, lucky to be alive, and B, wants to put his body back together because he got a lot of life to live. He got kids that, that we're all getting a chance to see now because we've watched this guy grow up since he's 17 years old. Just like we've watched LeBron or Kobe, we watched these guys since they were in high school. We got to see him for a couple of years in college, and we followed his entire journey, the highs and the lows. So, like, I'm thinking first and foremost about, like, a real human being who probably wants to recover and be able to walk again. That's, that's my first thought, LZ. A absolutely. And um, if that's the extent of the injuries – Given the way that this story first broke, where you know there was erroneous reporting about the jaws of life being utilized and things like that, once you realize that that wasn't the case, that he was conscious, he was awake, um, reportedly he was in stable condition, he was rushed to the hospital because being stable doesn't mean you're going to stay stable. And given how the vehicle looked, you can understand the concern, you know, of the morning. But understanding that we're talking, could you repeat those injuries? You know, compound fractures with the ankles and broken leg? Yeah, it's a shattered ankle, two leg fractures, one of which is compound. Yeah. That's, that's great news. Now, we still have to be cautious, obviously, if that's the extent of it, because, you know, there are complications. And obviously, when you think about like an Alex Smith, we realize what those complications could be, even with something like a broken leg, right? So there's still a, a cautionary period that we need to be cognizant of. But that, is good news considering what it could have been had he had not like you know for instance worn a seatbelt right? right things would have been a significantly worse so that's but, that's I mean, positive news this, to hear but looking at this car lz and i'm just watching more right now i'm watching more of the footage uh, and we have by the way just to let everybody know we got a great show coming up of, of people who are on the scene who can you know shed some light as to what they know as as things are literally moving now from the accident spot to the surgery and from what I'm told to another hospital. So Shelly Smith, who was on the scene earlier today, will join us in a matter of moments. And then Ramona Shelbourne, who's been reporting for ESPN outside the hospital in Torrance, she's going to be with us later. So don't go anywhere for everybody that is getting into your car right now or you're just getting with us. This Tiger Woods story is the biggest news on the planet, not just in sports, but on the planet. And it all happened right here in our backyard. So we're on top of it. We're keeping an eye on it and we'll keep you informed all afternoon. You know, LZ, it's interesting you were saying that, um, you know, you're not really into golf. And I was telling you last week I wasn't into tennis very much, you know. But when you, 
when you think about it, for those that are not necessarily into golf but just fringe fans, this is, this is what sells. Tiger Woods is what sells. Phil Mickelson doesn't sell. Dustin Johnson doesn't sell. You know, these, these guys are great golfers, but they don't have – people are not as intrigued, as interested. Tiger Woods is one of those interesting people. And so once you go from I'm glad he's healthy and he's going to be alive and I hope that he can recover and, and walk again and take care of his kids and live a normal life, then what do people do? They start going to the sports fan. What's going to happen to Tiger? I mean, just Sunday, did you see Jim Nance ask him about, about the Masters? Did you happen to catch that? I saw the clip later. Yeah, I didn't expect that you were watching the event. I wasn't watching the event either. I saw it on Twitter. Laura, if you could, Jim Nance was asking Tiger Woods on Sunday about the Masters upcoming. And Laura, if you can play for everybody the clip, let's, let's let everybody hear. Let's let everybody hear what what Tiger Woods was thinking about on Sunday. And before you hear it, LZ, have you heard people talking like he didn't look good? Something just didn't look right with Tiger. Like all of a sudden he gets into a car accident today. People go back and they watch the clip and they're like, I don't know. He did something doesn't look right. I don't know how everybody can analyze that based on what he looked like on Sunday, having a car accident today. Yeah. I, I, that's just irresponsible, you know, and I'm, I'm not really going <laughs> to correlate what they think he looked like on Saturday versus what may have occurred on Monday. Not really, you know, spending much time doing the rumor thing. I like to stick to the facts. I think we can I have opinions and stick to the facts. And the fact of the matter is, is that he got into a car accident slightly after 7 o'clock this morning. We don't know what caused the accident, uh, but we're thankful that he's alive. And yep. if, if it's just the broken legs and the ankles, that's even better news. Yeah, let me play for you. This, uh, this clip, though, this is what Tiger Woods was talking about on Sunday. Today's Tuesday. So accident this morning, interview on Sunday. Here's Jim Nance on CBS asking Tiger about the future of his playing career. Everybody wants to know how you're feeling, what you're doing since you've come off your fifth uh, back operation. You feeling yeah, all right? I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. I'm a little bit stiff. Um, I have one more MRI uh, scheduled so that uh, we'll see if the annulus has uh, scarred over finally and then I can start uh, doing more, more activities. But um, still in the gym, still doing um, – the mundane stuff that you have to do for rehab, you know, the, the little things, and um, before I can start gravitating towards uh, something a little bit more. So as far as golf, what have you done since the surgery? Anything? Uh, I have lengthened my putter. Okay, right. <laughs> Starts with that. Starts with that, you know, I don't have to bend over as far. Um, you know, I've, I've gone to the same length as my, my sandwich. Because so. um, I putt I, did, I do a lot, a lot of putting drills, you know, blading, um, hitting the equator with my sandwich, and I figured, well, if I do a lot with that, why well, just lengthen my putter to the same length? So I did, and uh, it helped. All right, so, um, I, you know, I think there's one other piece of that that I'm not sure we aired, which was the, you know, will we see you at the Masters? And um, LZ, I mean, he seemed like he was in great spirits on Sunday. You know, I mean, this is just uh, this is an amazing um, just incident that has happened. And the whole world is literally zoomed in and focused in on what has happened earlier today. But I got to say, you know, from hours ago when we didn't really know, like he was rushed to surgery to now what we're getting, which is, you know, a lot of broken bones. And this this kind of sounds like good news, because if you've seen the truck, if you've seen the video, I mean, it looks really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, it tumbled down a ravine. 
Um, we're not quite sure yet, um, you know, the speed in which he was traveling. Uh, I've seen reports to suggest that he was going above the 45 mile per hour speed limit, but we don't know that definitively yet. But we do know if he was going 45 miles per hour and he hit that ravine, you can get a sense of just how much inertia was built up and what his body went through. And so, again, to come out of that, um, when the paramedics arrived, that he was lucid. Um, and so far, it looks as if the injuries have been, you know, completely lower body, ankles, leg. Um, you kind of knew once you realized that the jaws of life weren't required, that the entire front of the vehicle wasn't crushed down on his body. Um, they were able to get him out via the windshield. So that gives you a little bit of, of an idea of what the inside of the vehicle would have looked like um, after it stopped tumbling down into the ravine. And I'm just, you know, happy that he's alive. As I said, we've dealt with a lot of death over the last 12 to 13 months. And it's, and it's nice to see not the accident, but at least Tiger is alive. Can I say to everybody who's, who's with us this afternoon? So, look, I know people are going to speculate. And it's natural because you've seen the documentary and his highs and his lows and things that he's been through in his life. Um, okay, people are going to do that. They're going to speculate, whatever. Um, I got to just say, though, to um, I'm, I'm looking at, at video right now of them tra with this vehicle. And if you're going to try and speculate what happened here, then let's just start at the very beginning. If he was distracted in any way, let me tell you what we all should do. Any one of us who drives, we should all right now stop doing what many of us do. Put your freaking phone down while you're driving. By the way, guilty is charged. But put your phone down, man. Because if, if you are texting or worse, emailing, tweeting, Instagramming, doing anything that you might do because you're addicted to your phone and you can't even put it down while you're driving, Dude, we got to all be safer out there. I, I'm guilty, man. I got I to gotta be, I gotta be that man in the mirror, LZ. I got to look at it and go, dude, you got to, like, turn your phone on. Do not disturb while you're driving. Because I don't know what happened here today with Tiger, okay? But if he got distracted because he was looking at a map, if he was answering a text, I don't have any idea. I'm just making an example. I got to be better, and uh, I got to be safer. And for everybody that's listening and you know who you are, dude, put your phone down while you're driving. I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know, we, we don't know what caused the accident. Um, we know from the press conference that Sheriff Villanueva um, said that there wasn't an investigation into an, any sort of, you know, impairment situation. Uh, there wasn't any blood withdrawn. Don't believe there was any breathalyzer um, given to him. But they are investigating, to your point, whether or not he was distracted. But we don't know what that distraction may have been. It could be what you're talking about. He may have made a turn and spilled coffee on his leg and it burned and it took his eye off the road for a split second. We don't know. So I don't want to spend too much time talking about what caused the accident because we clearly don't have any idea what caused the accident. All I know is that I am grateful that he is alive. Yeah, I know. And uh, I'm just passing on. I'm guilty of, of doing things while I'm driving that could distract me. Like, everybody should, like, this, use this. Don't, don't use your phone while you're driving. And I know I'm going to make that commitment today, and I don't mean to be corny about it, but I'm serious. All right, coming up, Shelly Smith from ESPN was on the scene. She saw the news break. She got in her car. She hustled over, and she started reporting all afternoon. Shelly Smith was there. 
What can she tell us? What did she see? What does she know? What has she learned? Shelly Smith is coming up next. It's Sedano, LZ, and Cap. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, it is Sedano LZ in cap. Sedano en route on assignment for ESPN. Heading to an NBA game, although I do expect George to check in with the show a little bit later on because where this Tiger Woods accident happened is where kind of George resides nearby in Palos Verdes, in Ranchos Palos Verdes. And so George knows the streets, and um, we'll talk to him a little bit later on as he's got a layover in an airport. But coming up right now on Sedano LZ and Cap, LZ, Shelly Smith, this afternoon, she was just right into action, heard about it and ran to the the site of the accident and reported on ESPN all day. And Shelly Smith on Sedano, LZ, and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Hi, Shelly. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Good, good, good. good. What can you tell us about the scene right now? Well, it's crowded with um, satellite trucks, and uh, there were police cars here, but they've all left. Tiger has been uh, transported to UCLA in Westwood, so that's a good sign because you can't trans- be transported unless you're stable. So we understand he's in stable condition. Um, but it's been a wild scene here all day long, and we couldn't get close to the crash scene. I have since dro- driven by it and seen it, but we couldn't be close to report from there because there were police tape up everywhere. Um, and I think, you know, that can be contributed to, you know, Kobe from a year ago. They learned their lesson about onlookers and people, you know, wanting to, you know, get souvenirs or whatever. Um, and it's Some sad, of those people are actually sheriffs it, or part of the sheriff department itself. That's how we call it. Yeah, well, that's, themselves. that's true. That's, that, that's true. That's true. Um, but we were, we were here. I was here a couple of hours after it went, hit the news. And I, I live about 15 miles on the cheap side of Palos Verdes in San mm. Pedro. And so I was able to get here quickly. And then the crew met up with me and, and, um, we, um, you know, we, we, there was nothing to film because we weren't close to the crime scene or to the crash scene. And there were no people around who had seen it. And it was a very bizarre thing. We do understand, I have good sources in this neighborhood, um, that he was headed to Rolling Hills Country Club for a photo shoot with Justin Herbert and Drew Brees. And that they were standing there waiting for him. And they were like, where is he? Where is he? He's never late. He's rarely late. And they didn't know until somebody posted on Twitter that there had been an awful car crash on um, Hawthorne Boulevard. And they looked up on the TVs and saw his car. But it's just an awful way to find out that somebody, you know, crashed, you know. And so they didn't know until he was transported to Harbor UCLA, which is the best trauma unit in the city. And now he's at uh, UCLA in Westwood, which obviously is very good as well. Just a quick follow-up. Um do we know what time the photo shoot was scheduled for? Yeah, he was. His call time was eight o'clock, 
and it was the crash was at seven twenty, seven fifteen, seven ten, something like that. Well, the the police said supposed, they arrived at seven eighteen. The sheriff said they arrived there right. at seven eighteen. Well, they had yeah because there was somebody follow somebody stopped when they saw him crash to help, and then that car got hit, and uh, yeah, so it would take him a while. To, to call and then for the EMTs to get here. But uh, it all makes sense to me because he was supposed to be at Rolling Hills, which is very close to where we are, very close. Hmm. All right, we're talking to Shelly Smith of ESPN. She's been on the scene reporting today. Uh, she's been there at Hawthorne Boulevard and Black Horse Road, Ranchos Palos Verdes. Um, Shelly, I, I can't say that I know the road, and I've been looking at it on Google Maps, and everybody is wondering, you know, what could have happened here and – I'm just curious. I mean, what what does the road look like to you? What are the conditions like? I've heard well, some people say that it's it seems um, like tough to navigate. I'm just curious what you're seeing. There's some turns. He he was coming from Terrania, where he spent the night, where they all spent the night, and so there, yeah, there were some turns to get out of Terrania and to get up onto Hawthorne, and then he was going downhill. And it's very easy to speed on this street. It's a four lane with a big median in the middle. Um, but it's very easy because it's early in the morning. There's no morning traffic at seven o'clock or seven fifteen, and you, you you forget you forget that you need to put the brakes on. You forget that you need to slow down. And and there's around the corner. There's like it reminders. You know, trucks put your brakes on. You know, cars slow down. And either I mean it's wrong to speculate, but I can see how somebody would be speeding down this this street easily because it's downhill and it's there's no traffic and you know how it is in LA if there's no traffic mm-hmm. we go as fast as we can mm-hmm. and he wasn't late and he wasn't um, behind and he wasn't in any hurry that we know of at least the people who I spoke to told me that they were he was coming for the photo shoot and um, they they finally had to stall Drew Brees and, and Herbert and tell him to go hit range balls because he wasn't there and they couldn't figure it out and it was quite a mystery until they saw the pictures on tv wow and that was quite a shock hmm. wow we're talking to shelly smith this afternoon on sedano lz and cap here on 710 espn shelly has been reporting all day from the scene of uh where tiger woods got into a car accident earlier today the entire international news focused in on this and it became the absolute story of the day um lz i know you were saying earlier that you know, listening to the sheriff, there was no, you know, no, nobody was investigating anything nefarious in any way. There, nobody was talking about, you know, substances of any kind. Is that right, Shelley? Were you hearing that as well? Yes, yes. And the sheriff just had a find any kind of um, drinking involved or uh, drugs or any kind of prescription drugs, even. Well, Shelley, um, you cut no. out for a second. Shelley, your cell phone cut out for one second. Oh. You came back in. Can you just say that again, yeah. please? Yeah, I said the, the sheriff had a news conference at 3 o'clock right. this afternoon, and, and he came out and said that there was no evidence of, of any kind of alcohol or drugs, prescription or non-prescription. And we all remember the wreck that Tiger got in uh, down in Florida, which involved prescription drugs. So, of course, everyone's going to mention that and think that, but they said they found no evidence of any kind of drugs or alcohol, and he had a seatbelt on, which is a good sign as well. They said it probably saved his life. Um, can you describe a little bit more in terms of the exact area um, where the accident took place? Are there any guardrails? Um, is it a hairpin turn? Um, is there a blind spot that, you know, that if you're not familiar with those roads, you could kind of be taken aback by? Uh, 
No, no, I wouldn't call it a blind spot. There is a median. He apparently jumped or flipped over the median because um, I don't know how he would have also gotten over to that other side of the, of the road. Um, but it's it's not especially dangerous. I just think you can go too fast on here on this street, and I think people do all the time. They just don't get in, you know, roll their cars. He was in a Genesis rental, not a rental, but a loaner from the tournament that he sponsors, and uh, I'm sure they're thrilled with that. Um, that that's all over the news as well. But uh, I don't know that it was the car's fault. I don't know whose fault it was. I don't know that it was anybody's fault. It might have just been an accident. Well, uh, the good news is, at least it seems like good news, Shelly Smith, is that um, from all reports, you know, broken bones, at least thus far, sounds like the worst of it. And as, um, as you heard at the press conference with the sheriff and also with the fire chief earlier, everybody kind of had said the same thing, lucky to be alive, you know, real lucky to be alive. Yes, yes. wear your seatbelts. And uh, I can't say that enough, but I don't know why people don't wear them. And here's another example. Probably. Right. Yep. Hey, good reporting today, Shelly. Appreciate you being available to us. Thank you very much. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, Shelly. Thanks, LZ. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you later. Shelly Smith stopping by. And uh, that's good, LZ. It's, it's good to hear from somebody that was there and on the scene. What would you think? Well, again, the timeline was important. You know, it helps kind of dispel some things. You know, if he were supposed to be somewhere at 8 o'clock, he wasn't that far away from his destination. Um, you know, you maybe we can begin to paint a picture a little bit clearer. You know, this wasn't someone who appears, at least based upon what Shelly has said, that was racing to get somewhere, um, which can lend itself, as you know, to maybe a little recklessness. That doesn't seem to be the case at all, based upon what Shelly said in terms of the time he was supposed to be there and what time we know the accident occurred. Yeah. So that, that also is good news. Yeah. I am, um, like, I am so rooting for Tiger Woods, meaning that it just was an accident, got distracted, because I felt like even after seeing that documentary, I felt like what at the end of it, wow, good for him. And like the, the most recent thing I could even see was him walking up a fairway with his kid in that event where the, the dads played with their kids. And I'm like, I, I just want him to, I, I, I'm a fan. You know, I've been a fan for his entire career. I've lived the highs and the lows of, of being a Tiger fan. I, I just hope that everything's okay and that we just find out it was nothing other than an accident. Now, hey, in a day where there's been some bad news, maybe we'll have some good news because coming up in a matter of moments, LZ and I are ready to start giving away more cash. Don't go anywhere because it could be you. It could be your name. We read it on the air. You call. We give you money. So if you're registered, get ready because we're about to give this money away. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you very much, Kaplan. In for Sedano. <laughs> Are you saying he used a rehash for you? <laughs> right. He Are you like, saying it's not made fresh? Right. He's like, hey, what? come on. I'm going to be here for a couple of days, you know? <laughs> All right. Here goes, LZ. Today's uh-huh. name. And everybody's sitting in their car right now. 
and they're waiting to find out, are they going to call my name today? Because I want that money, 360 bucks. Here goes. Blanca de la Torre from Palmdale. Blanca de la Torre from Palmdale. Blanca de la Torre, your mission is to call us back within 20 minutes. You got till 4.50 p.m. Call within 20 minutes, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, and win $360 in cash and qualify to win the $1,800. That's pretty sweet. Right? I, I, I would call for that. Yeah. What's the name again? Shout it out one more time. Blanca de la Torre. I was trying to build the drama there, LZ. I, I felt it. I, I felt it really good. That drama was brought to you by Sweet James Acting Attorneys. Visit sweetjames.com. It's the Mission 18 Cash Giveaway. Your chance at 180 bucks a day. And the grand prize of $1,800. All right. Sedano, LZ, and Cap on a Tuesday afternoon. Sedano on assignment with the network. It's not really that glamorous. It just kind of sounds sort of cool. So you got LZ and Cap on a very strange day, a day that earlier in the morning we found out Tiger Woods was in a one-car accident here in L.A. So far what we have found out is that he was then transported to a hospital in Torrance where they performed surgery on broken bones, and he's now since been uh, transported to a UCLA hospital in Westwood, indicating, LZ, for many of us, just playing off what Shelly Smith just said, that he's lucky to be alive, and the news thus far seems better than perhaps expected earlier in the day. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it really started with correcting the initial reports that the Jaws of Life were used. Because as it's, you know, it's insinuated, when you have to use this piece of hydraulic equipment, that means you're really pinned in the area and the pressure on your body and your inability to get out sort of suggests that the injuries are going to be really substantial. So once we found out that they use an axe to break open the windshield and they were able to, he was one, conscious, two, stable, and then three, they were able to get him out through the windshield, that gave you a little bit clearer uh, idea of what the interior of the vehicle looked like after the accident. And thankfully, he was wearing his seatbelt. Uh, it looks as if, you know, knock on wood, pun intended, that, um, you know, he's going to be able good. to make a... He was going to be able to make a, a good recovery. Now, again, compound fractures aren't, you know, nothing, you know, because the likelihood of it piercing through your skin is pretty substantial. Um, you know, there's a risk of infections. And as we saw with the Alex Smith story, um, infections are nothing to sneeze at. That could be very serious and life-threatening as well. Um, but so far, so good. The news is very good. Tiger's alive. Um, I didn't hear yet anything about his back. We do know that he wasn't participating uh, in uh, last weekend's tournament because he was recovering from a minor back uh, procedure. Um, but we didn't hear anything yet in terms of how the accident impacted the back, which is good. Uh, I saw reports where they did a complete body scan. So that means they didn't see anything, uh, at least skeletal-wise, damaging the back. Obviously, he's going to be a stiff uh, cap. You know, we've all been in car accidents. We know that is usually the day after where you really start to feel the muscular impact of the accident. Mm -hmm. But at least in terms of the actual, you know, skeleton, 
so far, nothing's been reported that his back has been re-injured uh, in a massive way. All right, I want to just take a, a quick second and just remind everybody, listen, we are looking for Blanca de la Torre. We are looking for Blanca because we would like to give Blanca $360 today. Uh, so look, if you know Blanca de la Torre, you need to tell him, hey, listen, you got to come on the show right now. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Blanca, if you just got in your car and you're like, wait, they're saying my name. Yeah, we're looking for you. Call so you can win that 360 bucks. So LZ, um, I'm going to tell you right now, that I'm really glad that one of the things that we're not talking about, at least according to the sheriff at their press conference, was any sort of substances or pills or anything like that. Again, Tiger fan talking here. Having just watched that documentary and seen the ups and the downs and that really, really low point where he's sitting in a jail cell barefooted and arrested and, and you know, under the influence, like I want to believe that Tiger Woods has got his life back together and everything's great. And even if he's still dealing with back pain, um, he's somehow able to deal with it without lots of prescription pills, et cetera. I, I want to believe, and I hope that this is the case, that ultimately he's like everybody else on the planet. He's driving down the road. He either gets a text and for whatever reason, he's paying attention to his phone or he's trying to follow a map on his phone and just got distracted. I'm telling you right now, this has to be a wake-up call for those of us. I put myself in this group, LZ. I'm embarrassed to admit it. That we got to put our phones down while we drive. Cap, cap, cap. Yeah. We yeah. don't know what caused the accident. Oh, no, you're right. But I'm just saying in general, like, I'm guilty of it, and I'm going to get myself into an accident, and if I don't hurt myself, I might hurt somebody else. Like, i got to put my phone down in the car, dude, okay, is what I'm you, saying. You put your phone down, but let's separate that conversation from the Tiger Woods accident because we oh, don't know what caused the accident. We don't True. know. They're investigating if he was distracted. We don't know if he was distracted, and certainly we don't know what may have caused the distraction if one occurred. We don't know if there was mechanical failure. We don't know if he just simply slipped on a wet spot that he didn't see. So we don't know. Um, you are right. They're, they're still investigating. You are correct. By the way, here's something else I didn't know earlier. Um, when they said he was driving a Genesis, People are saying that and glossing over it like as if a Genesis is no different than a Chevrolet or a Ford. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't know the Genesis brand. And when they, when they were sponsoring this tournament, I wasn't like, oh, Genesis. So oh, they're the sponsor of the tournament. It's this car manufacturer. I didn't know the brand. So when Shelly Smith said earlier, she's like, oh, I bet they're not too happy about it. Um, truth be told, like I didn't even know what the car brand was until everybody started talking about it today. Did you? Um, I, I knew, you know, we... I've done a lot of remotes out there um, over the years, so I was I was a little bit more cognizant. I've never written in one, um, you know, but I, I think personally that this is uh, good news for Genesis because this vehicle just went through, you know, a horrific accident, and the passenger is alive, and. That tells you a little bit something about the structure and the stability of the vehicle. So I'm not saying that you want to put that in a commercial or anything, but um, I would think that when you see, you know, how far the vehicle fell, and I believe it was 700 feet uh, is what the report is, and that the, you know, the, the sunroof wasn't, you know, destroyed, and that Tiger came out alive, um, you know, is, is the kind of news that you want to hear if you are unfortunate to be in an accident. Dude, no doubt. I mean, no joke at all. But, you know, like the way Shelly had said it was, you know, it's not like they wanted to hear that. I'm like, listen, I'd be 
eventually when he's healthy i'd be like that's the car that saved his life i mean i'm serious i mean that's that's what marketers think about and so um all right listen long story short today and it, it has been a long day and a long story and the whole world has focused in we're going to find out what the latest is with tiger because ramona shelbourne was reporting from the hospital in torrance and i'm not even sure if ramona has is still there or if she's gone to westwood what can ramona shelbourne tell us because she's been reporting for espn all day and we're looking for blanca blanca de la torre from palmdale where are you we want to give you money 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 can we find blanca and what is ramona going to tell us we'll find out next on sedano lz and cap here on 710 espn hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sedano LZ and Cap on a Tuesday afternoon here on 710 ESPN. Sedano on assignment from the network. Although this Tiger Woods story happened in his hood, and we will catch up with Sedano a little bit later on this afternoon. But LZ, let's congratulate blanca de la torre from palmdale blanca are you on the line i'm on the line Hi. Blanca, congratulations thank you so much oh my god girlfriend we got 360 dollars for you what do you think about that that's awesome <laughs> my birthday's coming up monday so that's awesome oh sucky sucky now you're pisces i see you i yes. see you now, here, here's an important question for you Yes. Do you know Paul George? I do. Wait, what? You do? I do. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know him personally, but I know who he is. Yeah. Oh, I was like, you're from oh. Palmdale. I didn't know you went to school together. I didn't know. I was just asking questions. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I don't know him personally. No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I mean, you still get the money. Yeah. You know, not as oh. much. <laughs> not as much. You, know, you got to take some off the top now. I was like, what? <laughs> Hey, Blanca, where were you when you heard your name being called on the radio for the 360 bucks? I'm actually visiting my, my, my parents. Where at? Right here in Palmdale. Gotcha. And were you in the car on the radio or what? Did somebody call you? I'm just always curious. Yes. I, I, someone actually called me. My husband always, you know, he always listens to you guys, too. Aww. Right. Oh, see, he was smart. So you <laughs> see, he was, on his way. he was on his way for, yeah, on his way from work. Yeah, you so double that, up your tries. You know what I mean? You put in his name, yeah. you put in your name, you double it up. You're like, what if they call me? I don't listen to those guys. Then what do I do? No, I do. But not, <laughs> I was in that the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, say hello to your parents. Tell everybody that you're a big winner. Compliments of 710 ESPN. And Blanca de la Torre from, Plom, from Palmdale, you have won 360 bucks, and you're qualified oh, to win the grand prize of $1,800. How about that? Wow. Thank you. Right. Hey, what's your husband's name? Give him a shout-out. Jorge de la Torre. Yeah, Jorge. Jorge. Yeah, man. Very thank, cool. Thank you. All right, Blanca. Make, thank you. Make sure you give him half. <laughs> 180 bucks is his. I'll think about that. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Very good, LZ. Hey, look, everybody, you still have time to enter. Text the word mission to 40705. That's 40705. And listen tomorrow at 430 to see if we're going to call your name. All right, that's tomorrow. You still have time to enter. Text the word mission to 40705 and listen tomorrow at 430 for a new name to be announced. That victory was brought to you by Sweet James Acting and Attorneys. Visit sweetjames.com. Yeah, it's Sedano LZ and Cap on a Tuesday afternoon. Our top story today has been all Tiger Woods. But I think as the day has gone on from the fear of early in the morning and seeing the wreckage uh, to then hearing about him going into surgery but not knowing what it was about to now knowing about broken bones in his legs and being transported from Torrance to Westwood, I think that uh, LZ, as the afternoon has gone on, I think it's time to kind of come out of it. Maybe we could get to a few other things like what happened with the Lakers last night. What do you say? (sighs) I hate to say I told you so. Yeah, but you did. But I did. Yeah. I you did. did. You did. You told I was, me. I was trying to tell you. I think Greg, producer Greg, because you're not journalist Greg now. You're producer Greg now. I think I was telling producer Greg, listen, I know that we're winning, but how matters. How we were winning mattered. And barely beating sub-500 teams wasn't a good habit to be building. And then it bit us in the ass again last night against the Washington Wizards team that has two All-Stars on it. Mm-hmm. You know, 17-point lead. And yeah, they were in a nice, modest four-game win streak. But this was a game that we had a 17-point lead on. And we're at home. And we're well-rested. And we just fell right back in the same take-your-foot-off-the-gas-pedal habit that we had been building against all those other teams that I was talking about earlier. So I have to admit it. You're right. You told me so. And I didn't listen to you. And, um, and I've, I'm caught up in this notion of as long as you have LeBron, you're going to win. Or as long as you've got LeBron, he can put everybody else on his back and carry everybody. And when you've got a 17-point lead against what we all perceive to be an inferior opponent, yeah, they've got two really excellent players. One is a former league MVP. Uh, but when you have a 17-point lead, you're supposed to win that game. you got to close that deal. And so while you've been preaching it, LZ, I haven't been buying it, and maybe I ought to clean my ears out a little bit and listen to what you're saying. Because right now, everything I've been selling about it, no big deal, and they're still winning games, and they're learning how to win when they don't have these guys. Um, My panic meter is starting to tick upward, LZ. Well, it should because the Lakers needs to make some changes. They don't always have to be personnel changes, but they certainly need to be some rotation changes. Because just as I said (laughs) during the free agency period, Marcus All was washed. We're now seeing that he's washed. That doesn't mean he doesn't have anything to offer. It's just he can't be your starter playing 30 minutes, night in and night out, especially once we get into the postseason. He was never a great athletic, above-the-rim sort of defender to begin with. And now with age, he can barely slide his feet to keep guards out when they do this screen and roll. They just, when they need a bucket, they find Mark. That's not what you want for your anchor of your defense. You want to be avoided. You don't want people to look for you. And so when you consider that and what the Anthony Davis injury is and how long he's going to be out, it is clear 
that not only do we need to look at the the you know buyout market, but I think the coaching need to consider changing his starting rotation and bringing Gasol off the bench. So can I just jump in here real fast? Um, when it comes to the starting lineup, I think we saw a lot of it last year in the playoffs where the starting lineup was the exact same from game one all the way to game, I think there was only 65 or whatever it happened to be. And in the playoffs, they started off with the same lineup. But um, Frank Vogel changed up his lineup. He constantly was changing it to fit whatever they needed to do in the postseason. And I think that's kind of where a lot of people are thinking about when it comes to this team is about – the team that we're seeing right now, if everybody was healthy, would you still believe that they could get through the through the playoffs based on coaching and based on health, LZ? If everyone was healthy, I would still be concerned about the very same thing I've been talking about since jump. We need another big man. We need a rim protector. We. This is how we won a championship last year. We won a championship last year because we were too big for you to outbig us and you, we were too good at small ball for you to help small ball us. We were excellent at both. This season, without JaVale McGee and without Dwight Howard and with Mark Gasol, we're not good at small ball and we can't outbig you because Gasol doesn't really play in the post and he's not great at protecting the rim. So we really are a undefined team right now. Let me ask you guys this question. Were we wrong in all of our preseason analysis that the Lakers were so much better with the moves that they had made with the guys that they let go, Rondo, Dwight, etc., versus the guys they brought in, Gasol, Matthews, Schroeder. Were, were we wrong when everybody was saying they're younger and no, better? No, 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 we weren't wrong. We weren't wrong. Here's the deal. I was right. I'm going to toot my own horn again about us needing another big man. But when you flip to small ball without Anthony Davis, we're not good enough for small ball. With Anthony Davis, we'll beat your ass in small ball. But without Anthony Davis, our small ball options are limited to none. And so if you can't be bigger than everyone else, which is what JaVale and Dwight and Anthony Davis were able to provide us, along with LeBron James as well, playing in the backcourt, we were just too big for people. And if that team decides to do what Houston did and go small, then we'll set Dwight Howard down, we set JaVale McGee down, and we play small ball, and we'll beat you away. We don't have those options right now. So we need health because with health, then we have Anthony Davis to allow us to play small ball at a high level, which is why we have all these wins. But without Anthony Davis, we can't play small ball. And without Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee, we can't play big ball either. Um, that's amazing analysis, but I'm going to just go with much more simpler point of view. How about this, LZ? LeBron James has to be able to hit a free throw in the clutch. I mean, no, that was... you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. Uh, so, you're, well, you're listen, wrong. You're, you've there been right 17, about everything. There was you've a 17-point right so lead. There's a 17-point lead, Cap. You don't lose a game based upon a missed free throw in the fourth quarter if you have a 17-point lead. You lose the game because during the course of the game, your defense sucked and your offense stalled. And then you get to a critical situation with less than 10 seconds left that LeBron missed that free throw that would have put us up and we would have squeaked by, but we shouldn't be squeaking by against the Washington Wizards. I will buy that. You have sold me. That's an easy sell. But come on, still, that's LeBron James. That's the greatest player on the planet. This is a clutch moment. He's the go-to guy. I don't want to make it seem like he hasn't missed free throws or hasn't missed game-winning shots. I mean, he has. 
But still, I, I'm kind of counting on him to make a free throw when it's crunch time and they've made a huge comeback. Am I, am I off on that too? LeBron James has never been a great free throw shooter. I've always said if there's one reason why he's not the GOAT, it's because of his free throw shooting. I don't think he's ever shot 80% in his career. In fact, I'm pretty sure he's never shot 80%. And if for those of you who are in school, 80% is just good. That's a B. That's not even an A. So he's been an average free throw shooter for his entire career. And he has been prone to miss critical free throws in the fourth quarter throughout his career. Okay. Well, again, my expectation is you're LeBron. This lead got evaporated. You still got a chance to win. You've made a spectacular play to get to the free throw line. Dude, knock it down. Please. I mean, knock it down. Absolutely knock it down. That would be great. But I go back to... I don't believe you miss you lose football games because of a missed field goal at the end of it. Fair enough. I don't believe I you missed the missed free throw. It's everything else. And that everything else that we saw last night was what happened against us with Golden State. It's what happened with us against, you know, Miami. It's 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 our propensity to play down to the talent that we're facing and then finding ourselves in a dogfight in the fourth quarter as opposed to LeBron shoes off ice on knees in the fourth quarter because we're so much better. All right. Well, this portion of the broadcast is being presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Okay, coming up, how about our man Clinton Yates? How about Clinton Yates gets involved in this conversation? What does he say? What does he think about what has happened to the Lakers? No AD, no Schroeder, and uh, and somewhat disappointing contributions from the likes of Gasol and Matthews and LeBron missing his free throw and, and blowing a 17-point lead. What does Clinton Yates of the undefeated think about all of this? Let's find out together. It's Sedano, LZ, and Cap on 710 ESPN.